right, hello everyone. Welcome to the Galactic Podcast. I'm your host, one of your hosts, Lauren Romo. And with me as always is my cousin and fellow Star Wars nerd, Andrew Gutierrez. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You're the host. I'm just here to say... No, 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 no. Come on. I'm just here to say things. (laughs) Thanks. 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 (laughs) All right, guys. uh, If you've been following us, listening to us, um, we talk about Star Wars, anything Star Wars that's news, that's just characters, that's everything and anything, animated Mm -hmm. shows. Um, We just did Clone Wars and Resistance Talk, which was really, really fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. Um, And, you know, we kind of just have a little fun with our conversation. So, um Let's we'll jump in because it's it's a very news. We're gonna do a it very news newsy heavy. newsy. We're gonna time. do a lot of news today. Um, right before I think the wave of the Rise of Skywalker stuff coming out, probably within days, um, might even already happen by the time this comes out. So yeah, that's true. Who knows? But um, yeah, we're gonna kind of recap what has been going on in the galaxy, far yes. far away. Um, so let's jump to. Empire Magazine has been dropping pictures and little snippets of their article that's coming out, uh, that came out in October. Um, so we had a very interesting, I think, quote that you're going, I'm going to let you read it from Chris Terrio. Terrio. So he is a, (laughs) so he is a, uh, executive producer and writer and writer of, uh, the Red Skywalker. So, Andrea, what was that quote that Chris said? <clears throat> quote, <laughs> some of the most interesting scenes in The Last Jedi are conversations between Rey and Ren. We've tried to pick up that complicated relationship that really has been present ever since the interrogation in Episode 7. When Ren takes off his mask, there is a nakedness about him with Rey that he doesn't express to anyone else. Ryan developed that in fascinating ways, and we've been able to develop it further. End quote. I mean, that's just Raylo. I'm sorry, people. That's no. just screaming Raylo. I, I mean, Ray and Ren. It's funny how we said it like that. Ray, yeah, Ray and Ren. Ray I mean, it. How does it make you feel, Warren? Tell me. Okay, so I, I love this only because one, I think it confirms a lot of things that many Raylo. Fans have been saying since 2015. Mm-hmm. It has. It has nailed down that idea that I think some, not all, but some of the fans have been very reluctant to accept or acknowledge. Yes. I mean, it is what it is, people. This is just basically telling you that obviously Ray and Kylo have been the focal points of this trilogy. We know this. This is evident. Mm-hmm. It's been there since... The Force Awakens, very more prominent in The Last Jedi. Yes. However you want to believe in their relationship, it's it's there. Like, mm-hmm. it's all it's always been there. So, I mean, it's, for me, awesome. Thank you, Chris, for acknowledging the fact that this has been going on, that there is a very complicated relationship between these two characters. Yes. You know? I mean, what what do you think about, what's, what's your thoughts on the quote? Uh, I think it's great, too, because you can't really deny their connection to each other. No, you can't. You can't anymore. No. I mean, nope. no, if, you can't. if you deny it, you probably didn't see the movie. 
or you just don't want to accept it for some reason. That's oh, what right. I don't understand. I know. Like, I get, like, again, I get it. Like, some people are, like, you know, very, I'll say it, anti, anti-Raylo, which I think I is think stupid. Why? Why are I, they, I like, know. anti-love? I don't know if they're anti that or they're just anti just the whole idea, in my opinion. Again, this is. This is where I might get a little controversial, but I think it's just because that for many of the Raylo fans community is mostly female. Oh yeah. So, which is fine, and then that's that's obviously we got some huge. male Raylos. No, oh, yeah, oh yeah, them. for sure, yeah, 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 yeah. There's, I mean, there are, but for majority have been females, and a lot of them have been saying what Chris has just said. For a very long time, since 2015. I think the people that deny this are very um, black and white, you know, like good side, bad side. Yeah. Um, Sith, Jedi, you know, you can't have anything in the middle. Yep. And that's what the sequel trilogy has really taught us is there's a whole bunch of that's middle a good, that's a good point. we haven't really experienced yet. No. So... Yeah. Balance, man. That's what, I mean, this is the whole freaking trilogy has been, like, this whole sequel trilogy has been about balance. And and defining the Force in a way that it's never been defined before. Exactly, yep. 100% agree. And honestly, that's what George Lucas wanted. If you, yeah, that that's exactly, because this is what, if you kind of look at what he did with the prequels, it was very Force lore heavy. So, yeah, yeah this is straight straight from like a George mind frame. So, and again, I love the quote. I think it's cool. Um, I think it's exciting, you know, and again, it doesn't matter on the, what fence you fall on on Raylo. It's very controversial. It is. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's just, it is what it is, but you can't deny what has been going on storytelling wise with these two characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're, they are, they're connected. For me personally, I think they're connected, and we're we're we'll do a really deep dive into this obviously when we um, do characters, because you know I think I want to talk about Ray and I want to talk about Ren and um, you know I want to talk about Finn and Poe and all of them. Right. But I think for just right now, I think with Raylo, it's it's it it is it's it's there, people. Like if you don't want to say that it's not there, that's fine, and you're you're entitled to your opinion. But like you said, if you're denying that, mm-hmm. then I, I don't know what to tell you because it's it's there. People are saying it. All I mean, the executive producers are saying it. Right. Um. I was watching the Last Jedi documentary, and it's all like it's it's it, it's so there and ingrained in the story. And for people to just flat out deny it, I think just is a little short sighted. And I just don't understand. I guess I just don't understand why people would do that i mean i understand it because again i think it's for me i think it's because it's the female it's a mostly female fan driven idea which is great because again there needs to be more female fans this is why you and i are doing this a lot i think is to have more female voices out there in this community and for people to kind of just blindly say oh no that's wrong like that's not happening come on yeah like, I just, I don't know. That's my tangent for today's episode. But there again, are more to come, people. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We there. have scheduled uh, <laughs> tangents. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be some tangents probably. Uh, so what do you on. think, um, like, how JJ feels about that? Because I feel like 
even though it did start with the interrogation scene, mm-hmm. like Chris Terrio said. I and mean, I 100% agree with that. That Raylo and the connection of Ray and Kylo mm-hmm. um, happened more in The Last Jedi. Oh, I think so. And I tweeted this the, uh, recently, is that I think what JJ and company did in TFA was introduce a great, complicated, and really you know complex character in Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. I think Ryan took it and with his creative mind frame knocked it out of the park. So how do you think uh, JJ is going to feel or JJ does feel about having to like follow up this connection? I think I think JJ was already going down that path as I cool. think with the interrogation stuff like it's it was there. Again, yeah. I think he set that up. I think Ryan took it and did a phenomenal job with it in Last Jedi. And I think JJ is going to wrap it up in a very good solid way. Now, again, whether you believe like what whatever you feel Raylo means I think that is and I said this to you before we started recording it's per the individual I think yeah. it's how you kind of you see Raylo right you know it's if it's you not... think if you think it's romantically then you think it's romantic right I t- I me personally I think it is an intimate relationship but I don't think it's that type of intimate relationship that they have I think it's just they know each other probably better than anybody else yeah like, they know each other. I mean, they were in each other's mind. Interrogation. Yeah, they, absolutely. They, knew, they know each other's fears and all that. That's why they're connected. And that's what, for me, that's what, for me, what Raylo stands for, is their complex and complicated relationship. Now, could it be romantic? I'm, I'm fine with that. It doesn't matter to me. Like, I think it's, it could be, and I think it might be, but... Is it going to be? Who knows? Right. So that's right, Skywalker. To think about out. it this way, I was listening to the Force Center podcast. Love today. them. They're Ken, so uh, great. Yep. Ken and Joe, love them. Joseph. And uh, they were comparing the Ray and Kylo relationship to Luke and Vader when they found out that um, you know that they were father and son. Mm-hmm. They could no longer like actively hate and fight each other mm-hmm. or want the demise of like either to happen. Yeah. And that's the same with Bray and Kylo. Yep. Now it's like 100%. this secret between the two of them mm-hmm. that they've have this strong connection, but they're they're supposed to be enemies. Yep. And they do not know how to push through that. Yep. So oh, it's I, it's spot identical. On. Spot and, on. It's not like Vader was, you know, romantically involved with Luke. They were they were connected because yep. they I'm not and I'm not insinuating that Ray and Kylo are related. Right, right. But right. um exactly what you're saying. It doesn't have to be a romantic connection to be a connection. Right. Yeah. We, that was proven to us in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. It's just I mean, I think it's through the force, I think it's through things like that. But I think it was because of interrogation that started it. I think the hand touch of 2017 in Last Jedi, I think that really solidified it for me, that there was a deeper, there was a deeper connection. Now, whether it's... And then they saw each other. Yeah. 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 I mean, so, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's there. It's It's there, there, people. And if you don't want to, if you don't want to accept it, that's fine. I mean, you, and that's okay, but us, we accept. We, I believe that Raylo is a it's a very big thing, and it's a very deep plot line, storyline, however you want to call it, within this sequel trilogy. Yeah, because I think the 
end result of Ray and Kylo has already been determined. How they get oh, 100%, 100%, there is, 100%, yep. you know, up to interpretation of whoever's directing the movie yep. and writing the movie. Yep. So yep. it could go a lot of different ways. And that, and I think that's what's exciting because it yeah. can. It yeah. really can. I mean, well, well, that's I mean, that's a total topic that will go down eventually. But yeah, that's kind of. I mean, that's kind of my thoughts on Raylo. I know that's kind of your thoughts on Raylo. And yeah, I I dug the quote from Chris for sure. Agreed. And I can't wait. I I can't wait to uh, you know read that or uh, read Vampire. the whole. Yeah, it's gonna be good. What did you think about the photos? Oh man, got? those photos have been amazing. Yeah. Do that, Ky- the one with Kylo, and it looks like the stormtroopers are blown away, yeah. but he's like almost surfing. On so, the- do you think like <laughs> a hatch is open or something is open, and it's so there's there's two schools of thought. No, because for me. that would be a suck, not a push. Yeah, two school of thought. Two schools of thought for me. One, I think it could be the Millennium Falcon busting out a huh. hyperdrive. Yeah, uh, you know, out of wherever they are. It's possible. We've seen it in TFA. JJ did it before already. Yeah. So I could see that. Another possibility. Force push. Poss- no, no, I don't think it's force push. No? Actually, I can't. You know why? You, you know can't, why I can't deny that. I mean, no, it could be. I mean, it could be, but I, it's, it would be, that would be some hella force powers for sure. Yeah. Maybe it's Palpatine. Pal- no, pulps. it could be. Maybe it could it's Palps. Now, actually, now, now that I think, <laughs> now that I think about it, my second... My second theory, I can't tell you. Okay. Because it involves Rebels, so I can't I can't. Lame. <laughs> Which season of Rebels? I'm two seasons in. Yeah, I can't tell you. Ah. I, can't, I can't tell you. I can't. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, I, me personally, I think the, mo- the one that makes most sense is the Millennium Falcon or ship getting out of hyperdrive. What's, I mean, what do you, what did you think when you saw that? Maybe a force push. Okay. I mean, I could, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Like, that's how Palpatine, like, shows himself. Like, hey, what up? I'm, I'm back. Nah. No. <laughs> no, not like that. I mean, because you can see those stormtroopers just really getting blown away. Which was I hilarious. mean, that would be the hugest. But I mean, who knows? Who knows? That's what, it's exciting to see. It is these, exciting. Now these different shots and stills that we're getting. What'd you think of the Knights Run? Dude. Oh, I can't wait for that. They them, look though. pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Now, a lot of people on Twitter are theorizing, which I, I kind of I, I go with and I agree with. They think it's them watching Kylo's mask being put together. Mm. Oh, yeah, because of the smoke. Yeah, and just how, yeah. I'd be, again, I'm down for it. I'm down for it. I love Kylo, the Knights of Ren. I'm excited to see because it's something that got very kind of introduced. Yeah, in The Force Awakens, and hasn't been explored, uh, wasn't explored in Last Jedi, which was fine. I don't think, you know, how that story was told, Knights of Ren, you didn't need it. But now with J.J. back, we'll get those answers, I think, of who maybe they were. I'm pretty sure they were the students. That's what I think, too, because in Last Jedi, that's pretty much what... Kylo tells, or no, Luke, no, I'm sorry, Luke, Luke says Luke tells that he Ray. killed half right. of, half a dozen of the, and he took, st- and yeah. took the other ones. Yeah. So that's got to, I mean, that's six. That's, yeah. I'm good at math. You know, <laughs> a dozen is 12, dozen half is 12. six. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, no, I think I would, uh, that's what I assume. I mean, I, would, I, that's what I've always thought. Yeah. That they, that, and then it, obviously because of last Friday, they explained that. So yeah, that photo was really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I'm excited for this Empire magazine, though. It's going to be... Uh, Me too. It's going to be very cool. Though. Uh, very cool to see cool stuff coming out. So, yeah, I mean, this is this is where the fun begins, man. The whole media push for the Rise of Skywalker. Like, wow, we're in it. <laughs> we are in it now. Okay, so the next thing um, news breaking was a Hollywood Reporter exclusive. 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 So this was from Kim Masters at The Hollywood Reporter. Got exclusive. And it kind of has sent some shockwaves in the galaxy. So Marvel's Kevin Feige. 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 President of Marvel Studios. Is in the works of developing a new Star Wars movie. Mm. A lot of thoughts on this. Yeah. And what was your initial kind of like reaction to this news? Um, my initial reaction without seeing other people's reactions is that this is going to be a really great thing. Okay. Because um, I'm a huge Marvel fan. So am I. I love the MCU. Yep. I love the connectivity of all the movies and the characters. Um, I feel like this is going to be a great thing because... He proves that he knows how to, um, like, financially uh, mm-hmm. deal with a large project yep. and and use a lot of moving or and then have a lot of moving parts and get them to work well together. Yeah, I agree. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I couple things for me. So obviously I'm in I'm in the same boat as you. Kevin Feige is one heck of a producer you yes. know this this is you can't deny what marvel studios has been doing the past 10 years mm-hmm. like it's been ridiculous as long i mean you might not even be a marvel a huge marvel fan like i i mean like kind of we, we are. both are yeah but you can't deny how each movie has connected so well within the larger story that they're telling oh my god and that's what i think a lot of not a lot. Uh, let me take that back. What I think uh, some Star Wars fans' biggest maybe gripe or maybe what they wish Star Wars was is more connected that way, like Marvel is. Yeah, having that deeper storyline. Which, for me personally, I think it's all. I think I think Star Wars is fine. I think, I think it the is. saga. If when when watching all nine movies after the rise, I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, you know. So I don't think that's really missing um, for me, but some fans do believe that what what the the connectivity is lacking. They have to remember the Star Wars universe is what thirty years old and forty. I mean, forty, yeah, and forty the, something. Now. The Marvel universe is like eighty years old. And but that's what I've always tons of content to pull yeah, from. Yeah, and right. That's 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 been my whole point is that the content has always been there for Marvel. It's been there for years. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to pick and yeah. choose. Star Wars is literally writing their own stories as they go, yeah. their own material as they go. And George, that's hard. People are going to be like, George Lucas gave them material. Yeah, well, okay. That's, <laughs> and, okay, so kind of to, to kind of juxtapose this whole story. So before this story dropped, yeah, which I, like I said, I'm a fan of, and I'm going to get back to it real quick. But what happened prior to this story dropping was this whole Bob Iger, George Lucas story came out because Iger has a book coming out. So Bob Iger is the, he is the president of CEO of CEO, Disney. CEO of Disney. Yeah, yes. sorry. Thank you. CEO of Disney. 
and he dropped some quotes, which again, I'm not even going to quote them. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But bottom line was, this isn't even old. This is this isn't even new news. This has been out there for a while. That you know, when he, when Bob Iger and George Lucas were talking about the acquisition of Lucasfilm to Disney. Stuff was said, things happened. George wasn't, quote unquote, apparently that thrilled with the direction. With, with what they what they were doing. I don't want to say that, but what what they what stories they might be taking from him and they weren't using his treatments that he wrote. Right. Whatever. That's fine. And he, George can be can be that way. I mean yeah. he has started this, but I hate to say it, George. You sold it. You're four billion dollars richer because of them. So I mean, plus there's probably more money that is connected to that deal because of licensing and all that crap. I get, whatever. I oh don't want, yeah. But bottom line was, you know, this story came out and people were all some they, people. Some all people, of a sudden, those fans had the ammunition. Yep. You know, the YouTubers were going to town with this. So then, on a very crazy PR spin. Kim Masters gets this little exclusive and drops it. And nice. now Bob Iger, George Lucas went to the side and now Kevin Feige's in the spotlight, which is fine. Yeah, and I like that. I Again, this is, I think they probably weren't going to say anything like this, probably until Rise of Skywalker came out. But because of, I think, what happened with the Iger stuff, they had to push this kind of maybe story just a little bit. We probably don't even know what's going on. I would so, love to read those pages of the book just to get some more context around agreed. those conversations. Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, they pulled out, like, two tiny sentences. And, again, these that story has been out there for years. Right. It's been out there for years. But so then, you know, so we get this Feige story. Now, here's my thing. And I don't know what you, and let me know what your thoughts are. So they in the story, they're saying it's a movie. Right. I'm sorry. You don't get Kevin Feige for one Star Wars movie. Yes. You are getting him to produce a trilogy, a saga of movies. That is why you get a guy like Kevin Feige. Now, what I love is that it's him and Kathleen Kennedy producing this movie, which I think is going to be more, but this first movie, they're producing together. So you have two giant producers i i can't i can't wait like i can't wait to see what they do yeah so you know very excited about the whole kevin feige like it's a smart move he's a star wars fan i get it dude he's such a star wars yeah it's awesome like so i mean that's it that's very cool now i know some people weren't that thrilled with this announcement and i get it i don't really get it well i get it because a lot of the higher people doing Star Wars, so the directors and all that, are kind of one-dimensionally the same demographic. Yeah, it's it's but it's he's unfortunate not directing it. No, right, yeah. and I agree. But again, it is kind of let's just say it, white men. It it is it is. So I mean, in again, nothing against Kevin Feige. Or Ryan, Ryan Howard, Johnson. Ryan Johnson, J.J. Abrams, any of those people that have done Star Wars movies, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, John Favreau is doing the the Mandalorian, 
So yeah, it it is. It, it you can't deny you can't deny that it's all the same same kind of looking people doing these movies. Yeah. So do I wish maybe there was a little more diversity? Yeah, I think we all do. I think it would be awesome because then you get different perspectives with different um, different backgrounds, different type of people at these certain at these higher positions. Now, what I will say. For Kevin Feige, though, is look at Black Panther. Ryan Coogler. Yeah. Nailed that movie. What a freaking great director. Just think of the access of how many people Kevin Feige has. So, and I'm going to get to that. But, yeah, exactly. And think, I mean, imagine Ryan Coogler, who I believe is a Star Wars fan, too. I, I, I believe so. Have him do a Star Wars movie. Mm. Like, craziness. Mm. You know, like that. I mean, just think of the possibilities. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I am excited. I I mean, I am I'm excited, I'm excited for Kevin too. Feige, and but I get I get the, the I get why people aren't some people aren't like over the top excited because I I and I I totally get it. It is it's a, it's the same same demographics at at these higher higher positions of like directors, producers, all that stuff. So I get it, but I hope and I think William, we're gonna get to the next. We'll get to another story. I hope more diversity will come from this because of Kevin Feige and things that he's done at Marvel have been good as well. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I mean, this is a speck of news mm-hmm. and, you know, along with more specks of news. Yeah. So think yeah. about, you know, there's supposed to be a Ryan Johnson trilogy. Yep. There's supposed to be a Benioff and Weiss I don't maybe. Maybe. See, I see I, these are all maybes. Yeah. I mean, even Feige's a maybe, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you I don't think you drop this without having a little bit of like it's gonna happen eventually. I but, think he's gonna take over Lucasfilm. That's what I think. Well, I don't know about Lucas I don't know about that. I think what might and me personally, could he eventually maybe win, 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 people win when Kathleen Kennedy is ready to step down. Right. Could Kevin Feige be the guy to replace her? It's possible. Right. For sure, maybe, whatever. What I hope happens more so is that she stays the president of Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. He becomes more of a, what he's doing at Marvel, more of the creative producing person, making sure everything connects, making sure things, you know, having this longer ideal plan for Star Wars in the future. Correct. That's what I think, and that's what I think will happen. Well, that's what I hope will happen, is that, is that he kind of does that role. Because if you think about it, Marvel, he's been there for 10 years. Ten, 10 plus years, right? Longer, because I think he was, I mean, he was yeah. part of Marvel well before he started. Yeah, because he was doing uh, X-Men, right? He was part, yeah. I mean, he's been part of Marvel for, Marvel for a long time. So, like, he could, in my opinion, step away from Marvel because he, he has so many other people in place and Marvel Studios that he can be like, here you go, guys. Like, right. you you know, you you have been with me for a long time. You know how to do this. Have at it. I'm going to go try my, you know, my place in Star Wars now. Which he loves. Yeah, right. I mean, Absolutely. do it. Yeah. So, yeah, exciting news. I'm excited for Feige to see what he does. And like I said, I, don't, I know it says developing a movie i think it's gonna be more i think so too yeah i think he's gonna be producing a a a saga of films real quick what do you see anything specific for him as far as what type of star wars movie or 
you thinking anything in particular at all with him? Anything you want, like, do you want him to go anywhere specifically? Like, forwards, backwards? I know that he, you know, has, has just, like, immense knowledge of the original trilogies, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which makes me believe that he will want to bring some things that are from the expanded universe and yeah. bring them to light, make them canon, or bring them to the Star Wars canon, all that. Yeah. So, man, I'm hoping he brings Darth Plagueis. That'd be wild. I would love a Darth Plagueis. That'd be wild. Palpatine movie. Yeah, that'd be wild. <laughs> that would be, that'd be a very, very different type of Star Wars movie. Yeah. yeah. Me personally, so this is where I think, and this is just purely speculation, just kind of listening to other podcasts and everything and kind of getting other, like, and just on Twitter. But I think for Feige, you know, I can see a situation where maybe Benioff and Weiss have been kind, you know, they, we got the news, like, what, a couple years ago. They're going to get their own trilogy. They're going to get it. And then slowly it's been like, oh, they're just doing one. And now it's like, oh, they're just doing the treatment. Yeah. I can see where Kevin Feige maybe takes over what they're doing. Yeah. Because, obviously, we know Benioff and Weiss got that huge mega deal from Netflix. Yeah. And they're probably like, I'm out. Cool. Here's some treatments that we were writing. Have fun with it. Cool. Have them, put them as executive producers. Right. That's fine. Let Feige produce them. I'm cool with that. I like that. Yeah. I could, again, I didn't, that could happen. Or, I mean, it could totally be where Benioff and Weiss are still doing movies mm-hmm. for sure it's possible mm-hmm. they're still producing movies i, I mean I, we it's, it's been weird kind of that we haven't really heard a lot per se but Iger did say i think it was last year that the next or recently i can't remember when and, I'm, and i wish i probably should have googled this but he bob Iger mentioned that the next movies will be the benioff and white stuff mm-hmm so could that change? Yeah, it could change. It could always. But they change. also said there wouldn't be a Star Wars movie until two thousand twenty-two. Twenty-two, twenty-one, yeah. yeah, yeah, something like so that. So right, right now they're concentrating on the Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. and then the shows. Yeah, Mandalorian. And then, and... then it's gonna go into you know a phase of movies. Yeah. So we have a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Plus, I I can't. I really am excited for. Ryan Johnson's stuff. I just, me too. I'm God, I'm excited for that stuff. I like that guy. Yeah, me too. So, all right. So, Kevin Feige, good stuff. I'm excited. Me too. Overall. Um, the other good news that broke was we got Obi-Wan Kenobi director mm, uh, announced director. Yeah. is Deborah Shaw. Yeah. Which is awesome. Again, this is, for me, huge in the context of A, it's a female B diversity. Yep. It's awesome. And she does some excellent work. Yeah. So what what uh I know you wrote some stuff down as far as what she's done. Well, previously. she's done a Better Call Saul, a couple episodes. She's directed a couple episodes of The Mandalorian, so we're going yeah, we to be that. able to yep. see that. Mm-hmm. Um I know that she directed one episode of Mr. Robot and it actually is like one of my favorite episodes of awesome. Mr. Robot. Yeah. It was like in the first season and 
you know, when you're in the first season, you're kind of like getting to know people. And then all of a sudden you get that one episode that just like hits and you're like, whoa, this is, that this was hers. Is, that was hers. I got to jump on Mr. Robot. That's a total side. Dude, it's coming back yeah, out on Sunday. Yeah, I got it. I'll jump on it. But yeah, huge, huge news as far as Deborah Child becoming. So what director. I um, liked when I realized that episode of Mr. Robot was her, mm-hmm. what I liked about her is that she was able to, um, keep up with a complicated story Mm -hmm. and a lot of characters and, um, you know, kind of like it branched out and then came back at the end, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Did it perfectly. Never once did I feel lost or never once did I feel like this is too much for me. And the end hit and I was like, whoa. (laughs) And that was just one episode. It was great. Yeah. 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 So I think it's episode five or six. It's called Brave Travelers, I think. Okay. Okay. When I start robot, when I start on Mr. Robot, I'll I'll keep my eye out for it. Uh, but yeah, huge news. I mean, that, and she, it's not just she's directing some some of it. She's directing all of it. Yeah, all of the Kenobi series. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. I'm really looking forward to this series already. Mm-hmm. Which you know that they're saying filming starts next year, mm-hmm. and then I'm assuming 21 probably comes out. Celebration, they'll probably have a huge Kenobi panel for sure uh, come next August. So, Man, think about all the things we're going to learn. Dude, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Plus, let's not even forget Cassian. Cassian's still yeah. coming. That's too. Yeah. God, I can't wait. This is, yeah. It's it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan right now. Um, but yeah, Deborah Chow, awesome news. Good Very news. excited. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, me too. Um We'll touch on um, semi, not wrapping it up, but kind of getting towards the end. Well, uh, Triple Force Friday has come. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about that? You know, I'm, you- I'm a huge, I don't say huge. I'm a fan of the the cool Star Wars gear. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff out there. I mean, yeah. shirts, Legos, all that stuff. Um, but some, but I'm more of a Funko Pop fan. I yeah. am. I love them. So there are some. So if you went, if you are interested, if you haven't seen what's available or what what has what came out, StarWars.com has all the Triple Force Friday uh, merchandise on there. So uh, go check that site. Go check the site out and see what is what has come. Because by the time this drops, Force Friday, Triple Force Friday has already come and gone. Yeah, but a lot of cool. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff though. Um, anything pop out to you as far as the Mandalorian stuff was cool. Dude, yeah, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, a lot of cool man Mando stuff coming out. Yep, me too. Um, the Legos I always like. Um, cause sometimes you get to see like little, uh, like. Spoilers in there with uh, like yep. characters and who's with what and who's in what scene. Got a little bit of that. Yeah, um, that's true. That's very, very true. But I do, uh, my favorite out of the Lego sets is the Kylo Ren shuttle. Yeah, dude, that thing looks sick. Totally going to get that for my son for Christmas. Dude, he's going to And I'm going to live through him. <laughs> Vicariously. <laughs> I love it. And be like, oh, wow, those move? Well, let me see. Let me hold it real quick. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of cool. I'm just kind of looking at the pictures real quick. And there's a, a lot, lot of, of figurines cool with that Kylo Ren shuttle. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm also excited for the uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order stuff. Mm. Dude. There's a Xbox remote, Xbox fan, Xbox fan here, people. Um, 
There's a <laughs> there's a fallen Jedi remote. Oh my god, I want it. Oh, right. I might I might have to buy it. Just... I'm a PlayStation person. Yeah, I know. I used to be. Yeah, I used to be, but I, I, Xbox was cheaper at the time, and whatever. I I made my decisions, so I'm sticking with it. But that's another thing I'm excited uh, is all the uh, the fallen Jedi, the Order stuff, the Jedi fallen Order stuff. Very cool. The game looks awesome. I'm excited for that game. But the Funko Pops of Cal and the second sister. Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, God, I want them. The Mandalorian Funko Pops. I want them all. I know. They look so good. So, yeah. Um, a lot of cool stuff. Um, I don't know if I'll buy, if I'll get any of it. I might, but... I try not to pay attention to those types of things because I will want to buy all of them. Yeah, my wallet doesn't yeah. agree with it. I just... <laughs> I've draw a line somewhere. Yeah, you have to. You I have, have to, to at some point. Yeah, you really have to. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the news mostly in the... Yeah, did we miss anything? I don't think so. I mean, we got... Went the, over Feige. Yeah, we got the Feige little bit stuff. A little bit of Bob Iger. Yeah, we got George. Deborah Deborah Chow stuff. So, like I said, more news heavy this week. Um, and then after this, um, our goal is to really get down the Rise of Skywalker path. So... We're going to do some character stuff, uh, talk about Finn, Poe, Ray, Kylo. Um, once the trailer drops, we'll do a very, we'll do a very heavy analysis of that for sure. So it might not come out the, that week that it drops, but we'll get it out to you guys and we'll do a kind of really deep dive into it though. I think that's what I'm more excited about. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, talking, talking Rise of Skywalker and that content. God, I can't wait for it. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so to kind of end the show, we threw out a uh, Q&A post that you guys want to ask us questions, and we got some responses. Yeah. So I'm excited. So we'll jump into our new segment of Ask the Gals, is what I've... Ask the Gals. It's what I've determined Hashtag it to be. Hashtag Ask the Hashtag Gals. Hashtag Ask the Gals. Yeah, guys, so we're going to start doing questions from you guys. It can be Star Wars related. It doesn't have to be Star Wars related. Yeah. Throw us throw us some cues. We'll get some A's to you. Um, yeah, like, what did you have for dinner today? <laughs> and I will was say it, McDonald's. Was it McDonald's, dude? <laughs> what did you have for breakfast, too? McDonald's. Was it McDonald's? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so you guys can email us at thegalacticpodcast at uh, gmail, or you can tweet us and use the hashtag AskTheGal. So, we got a couple um, to to go over, and the first one comes from John Hoey, who is part of the Resistance Broadcast. John, thank you so much for listening to us and mm-hmm. asking a question. So he said, we did this on TRB, uh, led to some cool answers. What is the one thing that could happen in The Rise of Skywalker that would make you physically cry, a.k.a. shedding tears in the theater? I like this question a lot. Han Solo. Dude, I'm this is my answer. Alright, your answer. Go. Alright, go. Go, go, go. What is your answer? Han Solo telling Ben that he forgave him or he loves him or Ooh. That's a deep one. Yeah. I like that one. I think he needs it. I I think Kylo needs it. I mean, yeah, he needs something from his mom or dad, maybe. Yeah. I like that. Or, like, maybe the fall of Ben mm-hmm. into Kylo is, like, so strong. That would make me cry, you know? Ooh. 
Where he just can't. He's he un- can't take it, and it tears everybody apart. That's heavy. That no, that would be heavy. That would be heavy. Well, I like your answers. What do you think? You know, first of all, I'm not like a huge crier. You don't cry. I, I don't. I know. cry a lot. You oh, know, baby. you know me. Yeah. I can cry right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what I would be like, maybe emotional about. I don't know if I would shed tears because again, I'm not. I'm not a crier. People, it's just not in me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's whatever. But I think what would make me emotional is if we get Anakin, freaking Skywalker, Christian Hayden. Ooh. As a force goes, freaking give it to me, you J.J. Abrams, you coward, give it to me, because <laughs> I want it so bad. That would make me go ape. Like, I would be like, oh, my God. I I think that, you know, having Anakin as a force goes would be cool. I think another one, kind of go off of what you were saying with Han and Ren, is Leia. And oh, yeah, that A, a moment between Leia and her son. Yeah. That would be, whoo. I mean, God, that would be great. I, I don't know. Again, unfortunately, Carrie Fisher, we all know, um, you know, has passed. But that would be if somehow they did a scene. I don't know how. I mean, who knows? It's possible. It. I mean, who knows? They, they might. There might be footage out there of them talking, and it's just never made it on the screen. Right. But yeah, I think a moment between you know him, you know, Battle and, and Leia, Han Solo. <laughs> Han Solo. Ben Solo and Han Solo, <laughs> father and son. I, would, I mean, again, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate that at all. No, it would be cool. It'd be cool. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think the major one for me though is Anakin. Like, if we got Anakin, aka Hayden Christensen, back as a Force ghost, dude, that would be so good. I'd and what if like, he was like linked arms with Padme, holding hands with Padme? That'd be pretty again. Look, think of that. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Or even just think about him talking to, again, kind of going with the Leia and Han theme, him talking to Ben. Yeah. And telling him, like, you know, what you're doing is wrong. You know, what I did was wrong as Vader. Yeah. You know, you need to, you need to stop. Like, again, that'd be a very... I will be a puddle. (laughs) Exactly. That's what (laughs) I'm saying. Uh, Great. Uh, Thank you, John, for the uh, question. That was awesome. Okay, so the other one we have is from Orange Grove fifty five on Twitter. So what up, Orange Grove? What up, Orange Grove fifty five? Their question is: Thanks for listening. Yeah, for sure. Yes, thank you everybody for listening to us. Um, Their question is: What does what does Rise of Skywalker need to do in order to be to be to be a satisfying ending to the saga for you? Deep question. You go first. Okay. That's Holy crap. I, I got to think about this. No, this I'm not going to listen to you um, while you're talking. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I think for me, for it to be satisfying, I, I just want everything to kind of come full circle somehow. You know, like again, if Anakin shows up as a force ghost, if, you know, we get that whole... I know it'd be a, such a cheesy move, and I know it'd be so cliche, but like if you got Force Ghost Luke and Anakin and Yoda and Obi Wan and all like that type of stuff, like how crazy would that be? Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I, I I do I do think it will. I mean, honestly, I think that I think we will get a satisfying ending for sure. Um, 
I for, again for me as well. I think I would love a ending where Ben lives mm. and doesn't die. Again, that for me, yeah, for me, that's that would be a nice, satisfying ending. Would I be okay if he dies and sacrifices himself? Again, that would be emotional too, kind of. Yeah, but yeah, I think. I think seeing like a satisfying ending would be, you know, maybe seeing the four skulls people all together. Um, Ren, Ben, Ren, Ben, <laughs> if you want to call him that. Uh, you know, being redeemed. Did you just make that up, I don't Ren, know Ben? I, I don't know. I don't if know. I did. Probably new. not. No, nah, probably not. Ren, Someone's, Ben, Ben, Ren. Somebody's already said that. <laughs> but yeah, I think, um, I think seeing him Kylo redeemed. Solo. Kylo Solo. That's a good one. But yeah, seeing him redeem would be, I mean, to me, satisfying. Because I think if you look at his whole care, his character arc as a whole, man, it's just been one of just, it's been a, sh- it's been shit for him. Like, I mean, look at the that He's Snoke comic. his own shit. You know, I totally agree on that. But like, look what Snoke was doing to him in the comic. You see like the, like, abuse and all that because that was crazy yeah but i think there's got to be a moment he becomes responsible for his own actions i agree no yeah. i agree i agree all right so what 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 needs to happen in order to be a satisfying ending for you for the saga uh the movie as a whole i think um that's good needs to just make me um i want to feel like i'm watching a star wars movie mm-hmm. um which i think is gonna happen yeah, just with john williams score alone god i can't wait for the score <laughs> and I don't want it to be too off the wall, you yeah. know? And I want it to feel like it can continue as well. So, okay. So you, maybe this would lead into episodes 10, 11, and 12 or something. Yeah. Like okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I think, yeah. Okay. I'm not saying it has to be a Sky, Skywalker a so- yeah. saga, but I, yeah. yeah, I feel like it needs to continue. I like it. The, the galaxy is not going to stop after episode nine. Yeah. And we I don't mean, have to always go back. You know, there's going to be something... Yeah, always something going on in the galaxy. Out there for us. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a good one. I like that one. Right like that on. One. Right on. All right, um, any last thoughts on news news? Anything? Feige, Deborah Chow. Chris Terrio? Chris Terrio, yeah. I'm really bad at pronouncing people's names. <laughs> I have to write it out phonetically yeah. in my notes. <laughs> Feige. Feige. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. I mean, there's little tiny morsels of news, but I mean, I can make a meal out of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really great. You could dissect the heck out of any of that stuff for sure. Yeah, Mm. for sure. Um, But yeah, that's it for this news-heavy episode, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Again, what we're going to be doing is, uh, after this kind of you know news-heavy episode, we're going to definitely be diving into The Rise of Skywalker a lot. Uh, as the months and weeks pass. So get ready. We're ready. Can't wait to talk about the Rise of Skywalker and things of that nature. So uh, buckle up, man. This is going to be a wild ride up until December for sure. Punch it. Punch it, Chewy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys can follow us at The Galactic Pod on Twitter. You can follow me, Lauren Romo, at Nose. You can follow me, Andrea Gutierrez. That's not how I usually say it. We're keeping it out. <laughs> I don't even. I say it different every time. Honestly, it sounds so weird that I say my last name weird. I know. I know. I know. Gutierrez. <laughs> Gutierrez. Gutierrez. 
Gutierrez. Actually, that's how I normally say it is Gutierrez. <laughs> anyway, you can follow me at R2D2Step. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and may the force be with you. Always. Always. Hey, everyone. This is Lauren from the Galactic Podcast. A reminder to please like, subscribe, and share the podcast to all available social media. If you're looking for more geek content, please visit dgtradeco.com. That's dgtradeco.com for all your nerd needs. And remember, the Force will be with you, always.